We don't need. We don't need a fucking intro. <laughs> we don't need no fucking any David froze. What? <laughs> Yo, look at the way he froze. Though someone screenshot that. Am I on Oh, man. How did I freeze? How did I freeze? How did I freeze? What did I look like? You look crazy. <laughs> so, Jake, what's I up, bro? I got a big-ass strawberry. All right, yo, well, it looks like we're good now. All right. Dude, I still where, where you at? Jake, let us know where you at right now. Yo, yeah. I, I am in, uh, admittedly, Hillsdale, New York, about three hours north of Manhattan in the fucking sticks where I grew up. <laughs> I left Manhattan for coronavirus. I wasn't always having that. I was going to ask that, so you left Manhattan. So what you been doing during the coronavirus? Yeah. Oh, let's, I, let's back up. Wait. Let's back up. Let, let's let him introduce himself a little bit, though. Back. The whole world might not know exactly well, who this is. I wanted to lead into that. Uh, I wanted artist. to lead into that. That's what it was. I was going to, like, talk to him see what he was back, doing back. to then lead into what he was, like, actually does in, like, you feel me, his career. Facts, you know what? That's my B, bro. This is a growing process. What is it? Tell me I'm smooth. <laughs> I'm gonna pour some help myself some Henny and miss my introduction. Oh, man. Alpha, it, it, it would be perfect if that if that coke just exploded everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, I've been I've been up here for like shit. A month and a half now, probably in the sticks, just working, bro, just grinding on music, working, working um, on music. So, is it, so tell the people, is that what you are? Like, like, like Dave said, yeah. give us a little. Intro. Yeah, so I'm a I'm a hip hop recording artist. Uh, I make mostly like old school hip hop, some some newer trap stuff, some R and B here and there. I started in upstate New York like four or five years ago. I ended up moving to the city a couple of years ago. To pursue it uh, more full time, yeah. And uh, I don't, I don't even know what else I want to disclose. I signed uh, with Rock Nation Equity for distribution last year, and I'm about to start releasing my first commercial singles through them. And uh, I dropped my debut mixtape uh, like 12 months ago on SoundCloud. That's kind of like how I built my my initial following, but I haven't released anything commercially yet. That's actually uh, hard. That's hard. Man, you want to speak about that process and, and actually how that went down to even getting through equity distribution and stuff like that? Because I know I just yeah. found out about them. So if you want to tell the world more about that and stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. Equity is like a, a new platform for Rock Nation um, since distribution. Well, record labels are becoming increasingly more like distribution companies now as everything's yeah. getting digitized. So Nation started equity um, as their new distribution company. I was in Atlanta back at the end of 2018. Actually, when I moved into my apartment, Leaky, that you you've been to at parties and shit. Um, yeah, it's a really and, dope uh, apartment, bro. I really like so, that spot. I wish I could come I, back, honestly. Me and David, me and David are roommates for y'all that, that don't know. So I move in like two days later. I get to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. New roommate, you lost me like two days later. I'm out for like another ten days. And I'm in Atlanta. I pull up on Rel Carter, who is Jay-Z's nephew, also director of A&R at Rock Nation. Yeah, definitely. Um, for, like, a, an open aux session in, 
Patchwork Studios in Atlanta, which is like a pretty pretty big studio down there. So I was yeah. I played him one record. Patchwork is definitely hard. Yeah, it worked out, bro. I came back to New York. They wanted to work together, but uh, I wanted to take my time on like the commercial side of things because I feel like the the market is hella saturated with new artists and Hell yeah. people aren't approaching it with like the right business mentality, the right like financing, the right uh, like contracts, partnerships. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure before I start dropping shit that I had all my business in place, all the connections, all the yeah. producers with and. I got some crazy shit in the works right now. I'm not even ready to disclose what I got going, but me and Leaky got a record. That shit hard definitely, as fuck. Yeah, definitely. I, I like how you explain that because pretty much you like I was I was talking to someone earlier today. It's funny how you talking about that because it's like it's more about like seizing your opportunity because like lots of people always talk about like oh yo you you shouldn't get a deal blah blah blah. Maybe sometimes for a certain artist you have to get a deal, but it's like it's about more the artist and the person knowing about like. How I, would, I, I hate you when people you, say that artists shouldn't get a deal. Why would you say that? They could do whatever they want. It's more like you got to know how to handle your situation. The yeah. reason why certain artists don't know how to like handle this, their deals because they don't know their situation. They don't, they don't know how to handle this situation. You got to know how to handle the situation right. when, when you get signed and all that stuff. And you got to know, even if it's a fucked up deal. Some people get signed a fucked up deal and know how to like finesse situations to where they they sign artists under them on yeah. some young thug young thug yeah. got a fuck with birdman but look he signed little baby and all these other people so you can make his bread like he know what he's doing so i like how you were saying that though you got to seize your opportunity bro Damn. yeah much better, bro absolutely yeah so i'm just working on my commercial rollout right now about to start dropping my first like official music videos and shit yeah uh, i did a, I did like a short tour last year uh, ended off at like SOBs in Manhattan. We sold that shit out. David was there. It was lit. Um, and how was that experience? Even like you know, getting to sell out SOBs. Because I know me as an artist, SOBs was dope. That shit was lit. Yeah, it was a good, was a good feels, especially to do it in yeah. New York. It's like hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's kind of where you break an artist in New York. SOBs. Yeah. that's like definitely. So I, I actually my first performance at SOBs was a year earlier. Uh, I opened up for Uncle Murda. Uh, and I didn't really have any fans there. It was like a it was like a private um, G Unit event, so mm. it was a completely different vibe. No one knew who the fuck I was, and it was still lit. Building, it was it was like a different vibe because I know G Unit is yeah. like if I step in a building with G Unit, that'd be a different vibe for me. <laughs> so yeah, I, no, this series is for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely your shit. Definitely. Um, yeah, my my quick question is, um, who's your favorite uh, artist? Yeah. Biggie, mm. Biggie, yeah, that's like a good that's pick. Biggie. That's my pick yeah, right there. That's, that's a good pick. That's what I came up on. That's what I came up on. It's just like honestly, the Biggie's records are the first ones I fell in love with. Okay. Shit like Unbelievable, Machine Gun, Funk, Juicy, Sky's the Limit, all that shit. Yeah, so that that's really old school hip hop is where I got my influence. Producers like Jay Dilla, like Lord mm. Finesse, uh, Jay fucking, Dilla go hard. R&B artists of all time. Favorite. So actually, I love all types of fucking music, to be honest with you. So I listen to a lot of soul music, a lot of old jazz from like the 1940s and shit. A lot of uh, artists. I want to hear it. (laughs) It's my favorite R&B artist currently. Shit, that's a hard question. I'm talking all time, bro. All right. So outside of hip hop, my favorite artist of all time on the soul music side, Otis Redding, number Mm. one. Number two, Curtis Mayfield. He's a fucking yeah. boss. 
uh, Jazz, fucking Billy Holiday, The Savage, Miles Davis, John Coltrane. Oh shit, I got Miles my Davis. I love that. Man. I got my jazz vinyls right next to me. Too. Oh, he got the vinyls with him. Yeah, so <laughs> came that's what I came on. I just love all music except for country. Fuck that shit. <laughs> What's wrong with country? The same shit until like my girl pretty much forced me to start listening to more country music, and then I was just like, some songs are not that bad. Yeah, not so. nah, bro. I gotta be honest with you. I I don't think I I don't listen. I don't know if I can if I can really like get in with it. Like I can't be in the car oh, just the country music. I'm gonna play like, you one. You're gonna be like, it's all right, that fuck bad, this. bro. Maybe be, be I'm telling you, they it's not that balls. bad. <laughs> Yeah, they got balls. I need more Henny for that shit, bro. Sure. I need more <laughs> Henny for that shit. No, nah, nah, the thing is, though, I grew up in a country with, like, that culture, and that culture is not yeah. valid. It's not yeah. valid at all. So I, I don't like, not, not the music, I don't like the associations I had from when I was a kid growing up in that environment. I just, that a, like. It, different. It's it, definitely different. It would have threw me off with music. Like, anything that I don't like in, in general, I'm not going to like outside of what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, facts. Thanks. Yeah, I like all music, man. But what about you? Who are your favorite artists? Um, to be honest, like me overall of all time, Michael Jackson is my favorite artist. Oh hell yeah, that's dope. And then probably after Michael Jackson, like as a rapper, um, he he knows my honestly my favorite rapper, and this is like this is me personal favorite. I know Leaky's like what the fuck, but but this is my personal favorite, Fabulous. Fab is dope. Fab is dope for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Fab Fab wordplay and fucking punchlines are crazy, bro. Crazy, yeah. They're not that crazy to me, but but yeah, like, he's he's my favorite. Leaky <laughs> said my shot was not worse than that. <laughs> I'll be I'll yeah, be like in a troll rated. What about you, bro? Who are your favorite? Who are your inspirations, bro? Because your sound is crazy and like mad unique. Shit, bro. Jada Kiss, Lloyd <laughs> Banks, Beyond like all of them, really, and Jay Z, Big is my favorite lyricist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I go with Big over Pac. I, a lot of people pick Pac, and it, it be getting me tight because I yeah. like Pac as a you know as a person. But yeah. lyrics, bro, Pac we gotta like, give Big that Pac music, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I go with I go I go I go with Pac over Biggie. I ain't gonna lie. I go with Big over Pac. But if you go ask oh, like ninety percent of the world. They gonna pick pop. They Facts. gonna pick pop. Yeah, a lot of people rock with him. It, it's because he was like a little bit more palatable for like the masses. Biggie's yeah. like talking about you know Before being a He had a longer he had a longer time than Biggie. Like people don't really realize that like Biggie made a big impact no, in yeah. a short in the, amount. In the of industry, time. he made a, he did he did way more than Big. I'm talking yeah. about music wise. Like, talking about that. When it like, comes to albums and music wise, when you go back, the content, I pick the Biggie content over the Pac content. I love Big. Oh yeah. I think Big, Biggie's story is crazy. Too. That's what I'm saying. Like his storytelling and the wordplay, bro. Like that shit was too crazy. Nobody could beat like, that. I know Biggie's life. I don't know Pac's life from his music. Like I know yeah, Biggie's life. From that's his music. what I mean. Yeah. Like Pac ain't really have that for me. That's why I say, yeah, like, with right. Fab, I fuck with him. But Fab will tell you, you can't find his life through his music. Yeah. I like Facts. when I can yeah, find their life. When Facts. I listen that's to one the, rap, it's like, damn, I feel like I know you. Big, 
I'm gonna tell you the difference between Pac and Big right now. I listened Pac? to Pac when I was in a car with my mom. My mom was playing changes, and I was like, "All right, I like these changes with my mom." You feel my mom randomly playing it in the car. Yeah. Big. I accidentally fell into some big, and the tape fell into the CD, fell into my stereo, and I was like, "Shoot!" You feel me? Like outside of Walla, like it was just like an accident. So that's like that's the difference of between like the Pac, the Pac and Big shit. It was like pretty much it was like. I was listening to more Pac with, like, you could listen to with your Everybody mom. Everybody was listening to more Pac yeah, because, like you said, Pac had a longer run. Nick was like on some, like, that's some shit you got to listen to you with, with your guys. Niggas knew like, about Pac before they even knew about a Biggie. Yo, facts. So that's why a lot of people would pick Yo. No, for real. I mean, in general, bro, I mean, they're both. They're both classic. Both I, I always, like, wonder. Oh, yeah. I always wonder, like, what would it be like? If now, they, you know, if they were still around right now, you know no, what I mean. No disrespect. No, di- I don't want to say that. Forget it. Big King, bro. Fuck everything. B-I-G nah, nah, nah. With music, they will have it, but I feel like some of them would fell off. Not, not big and pop. Not them two. Hell no. But a oh, lot of these dog? artists, bro, from back in the days. If yeah, like yeah. good thing, a lot of good thing they passed. R. I. P. No. You disrespect. know who I was saying that would not fall off? Like I know for a fact wouldn't have fell off. Big pun, just because of her creativity. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like artists like him would have been good, but it's a lot of artists. I don't want to say their names that would not be like it wouldn't happen right now. What they did back then would not. I would say big up. L. Kind of that big L because he would just stay on his lyrical like, and he's one of my, he's my favorite dead rapper to be honest. Like one of my favorite dead rappers. I love Big L. Od, Facts. but like I feel like he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wasn't like, going weather do that. Yo, yo, feel me yo. like how. Have you guys heard the Jay Z Big L freestyle? The Jay Z yes. Big L freestyle. That's what Holy made me a fan of Jay. Big L said, "Never leave the crib without a vest in the chrome." Because yeah. all my kids rock like Sylvester Stallone. God said, damn, bro! She gave me head on the roof when I ain't got no hotel. Nigga was wildin'. <laughs> Yo, top, top like my MC top three all time though. Big Jay Big L. Like, Damn, I can't, people. I can't pick a top three. It's That's too many. I would have to do it. You said top three of dead rappers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of dead rappers, honestly? Can we do just a top, like, ten of all time or something, or five of all time? With everybody? I'll do five. Because I hate that they be giving us five. this little number like, yo, pick your favorite three. Like, bro, just three? There's so many artists out bad, right now. My bad, no <laughs> Can we do five with no order? Like, this isn't with no order. I don't want to put an order. Nah, I hate don't order it. Just give us your favorite, like, all uh, around the board, bro. Just name. Like, at least five I'm gonna just say, like, This is the top. Not favorite. This is not even favorite. I just feel like these are the f- top five that touched the mic. That I was like, yo, they, these niggas is like, for me, it's godly. Um... This is not in order. Jay Z, Nas, Eminem, Big, and um, for number five, to be honest, I'm gonna have to put the other big two. Big Pun, both bigs. Big Pun, Big, Jay Z, Nas, and Eminem. You know, Thanks. I fuck with Big Pun. To touch the mic. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'll be sleeping on him. Like, I got to go back and listen to his albums and freestyles. Pun? Because, yeah. honestly, I was, I was going to say KRS-One or, like, even, like I was going to say even Rakim. Because Rakim is amazing. But at the same time, Big Pun, lyrically, he was... 
niggas wasn't understanding what he was saying, bro. Like he was wilding, bro. Yo, wait, what was that that he did? Was it with the? You know, you know that song? That was like the craziest rhyme of all time, bro. In the middle, little Italy, little did he know the name? Yeah, I had to flip what I had to flip it when I heard it. I did a little Italy. I said, "Whoa, you said Italy? Copy, bro, for real, dude. You know, what is it? Fat Joe, Fat Joe said in an interview when that song was made." A uh, big pun didn't even want to do it. He didn't even he didn't want to put that bar in. That was a joke. That was a complete joke. That little 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 bro. It sounds like that. That was a joke for him. But then but then but then you know that's how I create music now. Yeah, bro. If I laugh at something or it stands out to me, I'll be like, nah, I'm using that now because I laughed at it. I'm using it. I saw. I remember when we were in the studio, bro. I was saying I was like watching you like kind of get ready. I was like, damn, bro, this is like. For example, like I can, I can like get in, I can, I can get in the booth, right? And maybe one out of every hundred times, something fucking okay could pop out. Yeah. But like when you got a method like that, that, and you're sitting down, bro, you're like an NBA player, and I'm like, yo, I'm like the rec league, and like in, in like Brooklyn, because I'll be in that mode. <laughs> now you know sometimes you, you like, crazy when I'm working with artists, sometimes I'll be feeling like I don't know if it really happens, but I'll be feeling like they'll feel like I'm not giving them enough attention. Cause I be like focused on the beat and like yo what we what we about to make it making it like hard and they be like more so interacting and shit. I be like so, trying to interact with the record like. <laughs> yo, so how was your first experience on the actual mic? Cause obviously everybody writes, everybody hell could yeah. write a, everybody could do this. But how was your first experience jumping on a mic? I speak about that. Cause that's <laughs> different. I be telling everybody that that's so different from you thinking that you spit it in front of me you can spit in front of me all you want but when Hell we jump yeah. on the mic i'm actually gonna spit them bars because people get shaken up sometimes people don't even know how to control their voice on the mic you feel me people don't even know how to like actually an artist bro that i that i was coming up with from like the low east side i don't want to say his name and you know like disrespect anything but i was coming up with yeah. him and bro he was talented as fuck he still is but it was mm-hmm. one time i'm like yo this shit go hard we out to the studio we go to the studio. He's like, yo, my mom is telling me I got to go. Like, it was just so much. Like, y'all got to do this. Yeah, I can't. I'm like, yo, bro, we in the studio. Like, what? <laughs> what you mean you can't? <laughs> Not yo, right you, now. You, bro. You said when, what? When you started rapping, you said your biggest influences were, like, in the beginning, you said Jada, Lloyd Banks. When you started rapping, you, you, I mean, your shit now is mad melodic. You got, like, lots of 808. You swing your melodies yeah. like crazy. It sounds dope. But, like, that's not a Jada, you know, Lloyd Hell Banks yeah. kind of sound. You know why? When you started, you I like that like you New say York that. Shit. I like that you say that. Because this is what I didn't like about J.D. Kiss and Lloyd Banks. I love when they freestyle and when they rap. But when I go listen to their songs, I didn't really, I couldn't listen to the whole album. It's like, damn, I don't really like the whole album. You're giving me too much bars now. And it's the same tone and shit, yeah. Yeah, so, or it'd be too much of the same style. So I was like, yeah. I don't really want to do that too much. Like, I'll dip and dab into, X-rated, I'll be calling him one week like, yo, I got to get this clip off, bro. I'm rapping right now. I want to rap to the world. They got to hear this. I got to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'll be like, yo, damn, if it ain't going on flex, if we, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if it ain't a time and a place where I was like, yo, I really got to rap, rap. I'm not rapping, bro. 
I'm going to just do it eat. Like, I'm going to do it like I ain't going to stress myself out because I really put a lot of effort into my reps because I come from listening to these guys. So it's like, damn, I got to. I feel like the melodies take that effort, too, though. It's just a different it's a different part of your brain. You feel me? Facts. Like, yeah. They could be just as hard as a motherfucking so tough punchline coming up with a crazy melody. That's, a, that's another had. thing, too. That's another thing. I was like when I work with PNB Rock and Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich is the reason why I was like, yo, bro, on some real shit, I got to dumb it down a little bit. Because I wrote a whole song, and he comes in, he's like, yo, this shit goes hard. He lays his, his verse down on it, we do the record. And I'm like, yo, damn, I like his part more than mine. But he came in and did this in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. He came in and freestyled this shit. I'm like, yo. But it's off of the vibe and the energy. You know what I'm well, saying? So it, was, it was the energy. So what I started shit. to realize, it's like, yo, damn. More so, it's not even about what you're saying. It's how you say it. Because yeah. then exactly. I, I, wrote the, I wrote the verse with me and PNB Rock, and I didn't really like the verse, my verse. I love PNB Rock's hook, but I was like, damn, I don't really like my voice, my verse. I feel like I was, I was rapping too much. I wanted to, like, flow on that record. I wanted to just give them music that they can listen to and just, you know, relax to. That always something that they can think about. So when when are the people gonna hear that shit, bro? CBD. Shit, shit really, really. We we clearing it up right now. We clearing it up. I like to hear that, bro. We clearing it up. Atlantic just hit me. They we got to clear like two more records, I think. Dope, bro. Hell yeah. So for for me, I started on like just writing bars, rapping straight bars. My first beat recorded over was a Dilla beat. And yeah. my first project, admittedly, my first mixtape was too much of that lyrical shit. Like, I loved it. It had me get my story out to my fan base. Back. People knew me because of it. But it was too much of that lyrical shit. The old heads loved it, but I needed to branch out. So I took, like, the past year before my commercial rollout to really try to diversify my yeah. sound. And I think that helped. And me and you can get in the studio together. You're, like, a melodic dude. I, I usually don't in- incorporate that much my, my melody, mostly just bars. And we still made a That's what a I record. noticed. But that's what I liked about you. Yeah, all, all jokes aside, that's what I was rocking with about you. That's what I was fucking with about you. I'm like, yo, he rap on some real <laughs> shit, bro. I never thought you was a rapper when I when I first met you. I didn't expect yeah, you to come like, rapping. You get what I'm saying? I didn't. I thought you was like pop music or something, or like my my boy David Lee. I thought you was on a melodic wave because that's what everybody do now. So when I went to your page and I'm like, oh, he's rapping. Listen to a few records. I'm like, oh nah, he's rapping. I fuck with him, yo, David. We gotta set the session up. Let me know, like, whenever. Let's do it because it's yo, good music. It's fun. quality. You talking about something? I'm like, nah, yeah, I like that because that's something that I could, you know, input my little story in, and we could talk about whatever we, you know, like. So I like music like oh, that yeah. where we can actually talk about something or create some type of substance to it. I love that shit. Damn, Damn bro. We definitely did that. I'm bro. like, hell For yeah. Sure. We, like, we got some melodic shit, and we gonna probably get some more shit in, and we could rap too, heavy. We can do that heavy. Listen, I don't want to make the official announcement. Assist from David Sirota. Assist from David Sirota. Yeah, Yeah. bro. No, I got you guys, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, listen. Um, Jake, you're coming back, right? You know, supposedly soon. In in like 10 days, supposedly, supposedly. Bro, let's get, bro, let's just lock in. Let's just lock in. Let's make a little. Studios are open down there, bro. Penthouse is open, bro. Penthouse is open. Everything's open. But we don't even need Penthouse, bro. 
We we got mics. We got everyone. We, we, we got like two, three studios open right now. They opening back yeah, we up. Got, we got Daniel's studio. Like, there's lots, lots of options, bro. Lots Thanks. of options. All right, David. Then I'm back Fuck this shit, bro. Yeah, bro. Oh, yo, listen. I don't want to make any promises, I'm, but pro- that very high chance uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be rolling around with Jake in a in a nice little whip on the 12th. Now, for <laughs> I a little, birthday, little birthday gift for myself. Dave is the whip plug now. Dave is the whip plug. Yeah, yeah. any whip you need. Nah, but listen, listen, maybe we'll scoop you guys. Maybe we won't. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I, I need one of those for the monster video. Bro, bro, any any crazy whip, I got it now. I got it. It's unlocked. It's for unlocked. The, for the monster I, video. I'm going to hit you. McLaren, bro, Lamborghini, Ferrari, anything, bro. I Just got it now. McLaren. McLaren, easy money, Just bro. McLaren. Easy money, bro. Smooth. 720S. We already did the Bentley and all of those. We already did that. Bro. I got you with the McLaren, bro. I, got I might not even want to do the McLaren. I, I might want to do the Tesla because every time I go through the, the Lower Tesla. East Side riding like that, the police be following us. Oh, okay. Heavy, like oh, everywhere we go. We done brought Lambs, Bentleys, Rolls Royces, Range Rovers, everything out there. And they follow yeah. us. Exactly. Hey, you, you, can't go here. you can't park here. You can't go. Where can we go? Well, that was now COVID, it's bro. Corona time, bro. It's Corona season. Facts. Yeah, we go everywhere, bro. Facts. We're going everywhere. We're going everywhere. Nah, but but we did it. Another we did girl. it crazy. We had probably about like four or five of them riding through the Lower East Side, riding through my old neighborhood. Yeah. So they was they wasn't Yo, feeling that. Question for you, bro. Off of that, bro. What is the love like in your neighborhood, bro? Because I know you're starting a fucking wave for that neighborhood. Shit, yeah. I've never seen a kid come out of your neighborhood. You feel me? So, like, what is that like? What is the love like when you were Rating. in school? You, yeah, you want to tell them? Because you, you, like, you, you walk with me out there. I don't want to, you know? I don't want to sound like a nigga that boosts myself up. Yeah. You could tell it how it is. Like, I don't know how it is, really. He's like, Raiders got it. Raiders When I come through, it's love, I guess, though. It's love. Side, specifically Lower East Side, like Lower East Side's very divided. That's what people don't really re- realize. Like only the people from the Lower East Side realize it. First it's divided. Of all, let's tell like them why. It's divided what? because there's just like the avenue, and then there's exactly. like, like up the hill where I'm downhill. from. Yeah, it's like an uphill downhill. Chinatown, and then there's 14th Street. You understand? Little yes. Italy, and then there's 14th Street. So basically, 14th like... Street got beef with Chinatown. <laughs> You said every north of 14th has be with Chinatown. Word, Pretty much more so, of the story. Like, like that, I'll put it some in like up that. Some hills that have beef with downhills. Some downhills have beef with up the hills. Some people from towards like Chinatown. But it don't have really be that way with me, I'll say. It'd it be love when I be walking through because I don't so, be it, spreading out that energy. Yeah, so like musically, it's, it's there, but then you see the hesitation of like, uh, of when pushing you walk through Sorry, yeah. Yeah, for the Lower East Side in general, we could even be more and we could do more like how Harlem is and how Brooklyn is and everything else. But pretty much it's like there's a hesitation. So it's like, oh, I see you, Leaky. I got love for you, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, or and even with other artists, it's like, yo, I see you. I got love for you. But then it's like they're not there for when it's like, yo, now let's go all, everyone go to do this show together. We all need to put, That's come what together. That's what the lower don't do. But if and you went a lower, they so, going to love you like a motherfucker. Like, oh, but they don't leave the lower. They, they exactly. like just in the Lower East Side. They just in their area. They don't go nowhere out of that area. 
Nobody is, is, that where you, is that where you built your initial, like, fan base and your buzz, though? Or were you yeah. all around, like... Shit, I wouldn't be nowhere if it wasn't for the Lower East Side. And that was kind of, like, my mindset. My, I was like, yo, I can't do this shit if I can't take over my hood real quick. Yeah, so I said, you know what? I said, I want to... My thing was, because everything was so separated, I was like, yo, I want to... I don't want to bring it together, but I want my name to be buzzing outside of my hood. My whole hood loved me because I was just like the baby of the hood already. So it was just like, I bet. I want the love outside of my hood. I'm tired of my hood. I want the love outside of my hood. Like, let me see what's out of it. And, And basically, that's what made... Like, the whole Lower East Side, like, wake up a little more. Like, oh, nah, shit. He's doing a lot. Like, why is he over here and making it a situation over here? How can he do this? They don't even like us over there. Immune to it. You know, just waking up. It's like doing something that nobody expects you to do. It's like, whoa, how? (laughs) I I just kept pushing. Like, that's still what I do. I'd be like, yo, how do I do something that they don't expect me to do? Like, how do I do this? Cause I know they don't expect it. They just want me to rap or just do this. How do I do this? <laughs> so now, yeah, definitely. You, you built that organically, like since a kid, though. Yeah, really, really. It was just me walking around. Like I used to walk through my neighborhood with tickets. It was at at a point where niggas would go buy weed. Niggas be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna cop a ticket. Go buy a whole ounce of weed." Wasn't buying no tickets. I take my sister Jamaica Queens Brownsville. Besta, um, Ron, Far Rock. I was I didn't sold tickets everywhere besides my my um like the Lower East Side before at one point my first show my first like two three shows that I actually did that yeah I sold out two like two spots in a uh, Jamaica Queens sold out another spot on the other side of Jamaica Queens and like Elmhurst <laughs> yeah bro this was in like 2015 2016. So it was I feel just like, like you need that though. You said what? You, I feel like you need that though. You need that legwork, and I yeah. feel like that that's kind of lacking from the game. Definitely. With all this shit. Like when I came up, I was selling mixtapes on my fucking backpack. Like mm. there wasn't really a scene in my town, but like we would do shows in Albany as much as possible. Like how we was were that? We were out here driving forty like minutes, even coming to from sell a town. You need like out town. here oh. mixtapes to sell out our backpack, like. That I feel yeah. nowadays, like, and in these times, you need a balance of both. You can't just be on social media advertising. You can't just be in the streets so advertising. That was my thing. Both, like, you really got. I was, I was like, yo, and then I want to buzz the streets up so much brand, like. that they bring it to the internet. I didn't really want to bring it to the internet. I was like, yo, I want to buzz the streets up so much and buzz just the whole world up that they bring it to the internet themselves. <laughs> Like when, when I where I, when I reach where I'm at, where I want to go, I am not gonna be on no social media. Of course not. Like this yeah, is bro. like this, this is a stepping stone. This is kind of a stepping stone. Like I don't want. This is like, uh uh-uh, uh, it's too time. Like it's sitting here looking at the phone. I'll be like, yo, damn. Like the things that I do now, I used to look at people and be like, "Yo, you look retarded walking down the street talking to your phone." Now I gotta walk down the street talk to my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what y'all doing? I'm walking down the street right now. I'm about to go get me some food. You know, like I used to think people was crazy. <laughs> That's a fact. You gotta do that as so, part of nah, the game. Hell yeah, you definitely gotta step out of your comfort zone, do a lot, a lot of things you're not gonna want to do. 
but someone hey. told me about this about the music industry where like they said in the music industry either you're an artist a manager producer doesn't matter who you are a songwriter whatever you got to get comfortable about of uh, being uncomfortable facts you yeah, got to yeah. really be that's what i realized uncomfortable like i used to look at a lot of artists i still do like when they come around there's a lot of artists that i'll be meeting and that i've met that they have way more followers than me, way more fans, a bigger buzz, and they come around and they're like, you could just tell their situation is not held together like it seemed like it was. But they're oh, just yeah. so, you know, chest poked out. And I'm like, yo, damn, how can you do this? Like, where you getting the balls from to do this? Because <laughs> I can see this shit clear as day. Your manager got to order the sandwich for you. I can see this shit clear as day. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, only, it really only, didn't, it didn't add it, up. It, it, there are so many fucking situations where some dudes and, you know, women, everybody present themselves so fucking different oh, on social yeah. media than where they actually are positioned, bro. I mean, look, look, look. So that's my I thing. Mean, that's why I, I, I never tried to get too focused. In general, this industry is just full of frauds, bro. That's oh, it. Yeah. Like, in general, like, frauds, bro. <laughs> you got to be speculative with hey, that you enter it. One thing I learned, be selling- it ain't no friends in this industry that shit yeah, the, is sad it's friends but it's really no friends when it comes to business is not friendly yeah. we like yeah. like they're friends yeah. that's why i don't like to do a lot of business with friends. They, you like yeah. yo you're my brother oh, yeah. yo, I, I, I don't really condone in that oh forever bro like nah it's never even i don't forever. really condone in that yeah, like they did us would be on some like family. I love you. You got it. Like, feel me? We're brothers. About like, and it'd be on some other shit. There's a lot. There's a lot of official, official like biz, like a lot of official people in the industry. Like, not even just. I'm not even talking about rappers or anything. There's just like no friends in the industry. Period. Because yeah, it's, everybody's fighting for themselves. It's the real world. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's market, fighting for themselves. Like, for a piece to bring back home. That's what everybody's trying to do. They're trying to bring them a piece back home. Everybody's trying to get a piece of the cake to bring back home. So it's, uh-huh. a, it's a difficult situation. You got to pick up your own knife and, and cut your shit. No, it don't, it's no friends when it comes to the cake on the table. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just talking to a, a journalist earlier yeah. about this. And like, this industry, whether you like it or not, is competition, oh, yeah. bro. It's not like, yeah, it's creative. It's like, Who's got a dope sound? But at the Definitely. end of the day, like you gotta be competitive and you gotta be motherfucking hungry. For real, and these, these people be getting feelings. They go into the on the business side, they get negative feedback from a label or like a DJ. But they gotta be, you gotta be hungry. It's competitive, Definitely. bro. Like you gotta be ready. Handouts. Yeah. Got to. Shit, if you want a friend, get a dog. You gotta be ready for this. Shit. Cut, cutthroat for sure. Hell yeah. What y'all been up to though? Besides all the music shit, what y'all been doing? Shit, I'm living. Eating fruit? (laughs) Well, we've been living in nature, breathing air. That's what I'm I'm saying. That's what I like to hear. Listen, listen. I mean, I don't know if I I, I might. Maybe I speak for Jake here. Maybe I speak for just myself. But I've had a great, positive, wholesome experience. I'm ready to come back and, like, (laughs) go into scary mode. Like, scary mode. Like, like grind like crazy that's what i'm talking about crazy hustle like crazy make money like crazy 
she goes like crazy, straight up. Like I'm just being honest. Like, like, you know, like I, I want to get back into that like high octane, like fast moving energy. You know what I mean? Like this was all good. I centered myself. I quit. Everything's the moving too slow. I, right I, now. I, I mean, like I like yeah. Like I quit nicotine. I started getting you know I was always all healthy. My lost my I know I lost some weight. I've been working out. All right, now I'm ready for the real world again. You know what I mean? Like I'm ready to come back. I already booked the whip, celebrating, you know, going to go whip around, going to go do what's up. Yeah. I think we all need to think about this time and, like, as, like, a valuable you know, piece of though. time. Like, this was, like, beneficial. Like, bro, if this shit ends, I'm not going to I'm not gonna shout them out. And I know they're not listening to this shit anyway, so, Shut but up. fuck it. But, yo, like, I got people that, like, were saying the whole time, oh, I'm going to be so healthy, I'm going to be so healthy. They were degenerates, like, for four weeks. Now they're like, okay, now I want to be healthy. I'm like, yo, what? Like, yo, this shit's about to be over. <laughs> yo, bro, <laughs> like a month. I know people you that's, do- like, stuck, like, lost. Like, don't know what to do. For real. Like, yo, all know those- my job all is my closed people, till, yeah. some, till summer, or, like, it's so much shit. Or I can't do this, and it's like, what? What are you Yo, talking about? All my, like, bro, all my people are struggling out here, bro. It's an Fact, issue, though. bro. Real. Like, I know I got bullies who can't pay rent right now. Like, people getting on unemployment. But, like, when that shit's over, you still don't have a job. What's good? Like, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. I feel like this should be a good learning point for a lot of people to where they should learn to stop depending. And save your bread, yeah. too. Stop going out and spending stupid. Save your bread because when shit yeah. hit the <laughs> you got to be financially For real. Ready. You got to be gotta prepared. You got to be to spend your money on a Bentley when you, you got to be home. more than two to three months ready. <laughs> Not even. You got to be more than two. If you can't buy it three times, don't buy it. Facts, bro. Facts. That's Niggas say easy. two. I told myself three. If I can't buy it three times, don't buy it. That's what's, That's where I stopped that, that. Let me I tell you something. I'm the king. I'm the king of like tastes of experiences. All right. Like, look, I don't. I'm not a millionaire. I can't afford a crazy whip. I I still get try to get a taste. I'm not. I'm not living it up like crazy. But I still hang out at crazy cribs. But right? it's like I get That's little my pieces, thing, like, little pieces. You know, without actually having. I've never. I've never. I've never paid for a rental. But I've been in mad rental. I don't even have a license, bro. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, but I'm not about to. You get what I'm saying? It's certain shit. Like, why would I waste my money on it? And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have it for an hour. For an hour? Bro. Fuck that, bro. I go make me a band in an hour for a motherfucking verse in 15 minutes. Actually, <laughs> I don't be understanding that shit. Ridiculous. I don't know, David. That bounces off your point, though. Yeah. About people, people, you never know. You never know what's good. Listen, yo. Man. I feel like in this past, like, I would say half a year, like, I feel like if, if there's anything I learned is that you you can't rely on motherfuckers who can't rely on themselves. You feel me? Like, you can't rely Shit, on somebody who can't even rely on themselves, yo. It's just a lot, a lot of people rely on one thing. Or they just rely on, like, a certain amount of things. So now that those, those certain things are, like, unavailable, they're like, damn, I don't have nothing to rely on. What do I do? Bro, exactly. <laughs> Dude, no, listen, what I, if, if there's anything I realize, bro, is, like, if if someone, yo, the most, yo, and listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tangent this, like, yeah. with women, right? The most attractive quality in my mind now, after my experience in the past six months, you have your shit together, you're already Facts. at eight. You're Facts. already at eight. <laughs> 
Facts. <laughs> Yo, that's a fact, though. That is a fact. You, you educated. You got a good job. You an ace. Wow. Even if you that's ugly. Sex. Like, I that's sex. That's sexy. That's hot. Oh, that's, that, yo, yo, a college education. Wow. Pays her own rent. Wow. Wow. No drug habit. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 You don't wow. go clubbing four times a week. Wow. wow. Social life. Wow. Wow. Insane, wow. bro. Wow. Where's the ring at? <laughs> no, you're not going to have all of that. Like, you can't have yeah, all of that. It's impossible. Can't, look, bro. It's called white feet. This the most a bitch going to have. It's either a bitch going to have, she going to have a hustle, and she going she gonna to have a bag, have all her shit together, pay her bills and all that. But she ain't going to need you. Exactly. <laughs> oh, but I don't need a Or, or, uh, or she ain't going to have shit. Yeah, listen. And she ain't gonna bro. need. I mean, she gonna need you. Listen, listen. But I don't need. There's a few that got the bag. There's a few that got the bag that want a relationship. There's a few that got a bag that got the bag that want you know something that's lonely because they chase the bag. So there's a lot of females like that. No, that's a fact. That's that's why I say you wanna you wanna try to find a woman who's straight on her own and. She's she not with you because of any financial dependency or like a fucking any type of dependency. You feel yeah. me? She not because shit, Leaky, you might have some singers coming up to you because you popping in a rap game. You feel me? You got to be you got to be on your. But it's <laughs> all about it's all about the hustle, the energy. That's what I pick first. Yeah. Do a bitch nah, got a shit together. That's what I be liking. That's what I yeah. be most interested in. <laughs> then they're there for the love. You feel me? And that's genuine. That's what it's about. Alfonso and Damn, you know, I, there's like all this shit. Like everyone's always saying this shit. Like, oh, if she do, if if like this girl does this, she can't do that. Da, 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 da. Yo, you know why you don't find that girl? Because when you find that girl, bro, that's it. That's gay. That's it. There you go. You you're done. the flaws. Everybody has flaws, and that's how you are gonna find the person that you actually love. Because you gotta love the flaws of that person. Facts. Yo, Honestly. yo, wait. Before we even continue this conversation, I need to ask a question. Yo, Leaky, what's your so policy? Then wait, one minute. We got three more minutes left. I'm gonna start a whole new that another episode because we we did have.